Hello there, podcast listeners, and welcome to the March 14th, 2018 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. It's the third month and the 14th day today, so happy Pi Day. If you love listening to this podcast, go to iTunes and give us a review. Don't be afraid to rate it higher than 3.14 stars, though. Every review is appreciated. Today's story is about searching for love. But before we go there, we'd like to give a thank you to our listeners in Hirakata in Japan, Bangalore, India, and Abbots Langley in the UK. And to all our listeners all over the world. Here in Hong Kong, our storytellers are getting ready for the March 21st show, which will be performed live at the Fringe Club. The theme for March is What's Cooking? Come along and have stories served to you on the night. We'll also be having a special guest appearance. A performer from Liars League will come and give you a taste of their upcoming performance for the 2018 Spoken Word Festival in May. Tickets to the March show and information on all our upcoming shows can be found via our website, hongkongstories.com. You can also find information there about how to find our free workshops in Hong Kong. We host a workshop every week in various parts of the city, and anyone who wants to become a better storyteller is welcome to join. Our workshop host can help you to tell your story the best way you can. Links to past episodes of this podcast are also available on the website. If you enjoy listening to true first-person stories, tell your friends. Don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss a story again. Just go to hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Today's story was told in our January 2018 show, which had a theme of Abandoned. Jacinth tells us about her quest for someone to love. Last summer, my sister finally convinced me to go online dating. Um, she said, why don't you be a millennial about it and just do it? People do it all the time like that these days. And she wouldn't be alone in that. My friends have also been, you know, trying to get me to join in. And normally I would say no, but during that time, Instagram was getting a little bit too much. Like um, some of my other friends were getting either engaged or getting married, and there was a lot of hashtags. She said yes, hashtag I do. And I'm really happy for them. I am. But, you know, like we don't need like, you know, a documentary about your engagement. You know, one picture is fine. Um, <laughs> But so, you know, like there are like other things that, you know, like I was thinking about other fears that I have. So some of them, like the first one would be, you know, whoever, you know, I talk to or meet, like he's going to end up being a stalker murderer. He's going to spike my drink, murder me and chop off my fingers and use them for dangling earrings. I am sorry. I Netflix a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so and then the other thing was like, when did hi and how are you become such a stupid thing to say to a stranger in like an online dating app? And then the main fear, I guess, that I have is that there's just so much room for deception. You know, you have your filters and you have your carefully crafted, like, you know, profile, you know, um, that people write. So, you know, I guess like 
you know, you kind of wonder what is real. So to appease my sister, you know, I, I tried it out for a month. I told her, okay, I'll do it. And then I picked a photo. I don't do duck faces. And I, you know, I like, you know, wrote a profile that's like decent. And I did it for a month, but I did it without like kind of really doing it. Like I just, you know, it became my favorite MTR pastime. And I like, you know, I would swipe yes. Um, strangely enough, on like people that are posed with like their grandparents, like especially with like older, you know, like their grandmas and stuff, because I, I have a thing for old people, but not like, not like Chris has a thing for old people. <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I like my grandparents. That's why it's like, oh, he's with, you know, like the grandparents, it's nice. And then like any sane person, I would swipe no to like, you know, shirtless pics and gym selfies. Um, so I was doing it, and then I was having lunch with a friend one time, um, and she knew that I was in this one-month, like, trial period with this, like, app. So she was like, hey, can I try it out? Can I, like, swipe left and right for you? And I was like, sure. Like, I don't care. So I gave her my phone, and then I went to the ladies' room, and then she, when I came back, she was still kind of, like, swiping left and right and whatnot. Um, and then um, later that evening, I found a message, like, on my phone. And then I kind of figured out that my friend, I matched with somebody and my friend messaged that guy, yeah. you know, Robert. So Robert was nice. He introduced himself, like what he does. And then the dreaded question, like, how about you? And in my head, I think this is it. This guy's going to murder me. Um, so, you know, what do you do? When, you know, how do you avoid a question? Well, you answer it with the question. So, you know, our conversation kept, you know, like question and question and question. And then um, he's being very nice about it. And then I told my friends and my friends told me, like, you know, you got to give him a break. He's being really nice about it. So I did. And we, you know, kind of backed and forward a little bit. I revealed a little, you know, a little something about myself while thinking he's still going to murder me. So, you know, so just a little bit. And then, you know, he, he, you know, he turned out to be this, like, really nice guy, and we have stuff in common, like, we're workaholic, you know, so little things in common, so we moved it up, like, we kind of decided to move our relationship to the next level, which is WhatsApp, so <laughs> we did that, back and forth again, and then he decided, okay, let's meet at this, you know, this date. And unfortunately, I was going away on vacation to visit my sister for a month. So I told him, okay, like, you know, I can't meet you at this date. And, um, you know, I thought it was going to end, but my friends told me, oh, just, you know, keep talking to him. Like, you know, exchange back and forth. So we did send him pictures of my vacation. He sent, you know, me pictures of his. And then when I came back here, he messaged me and said, oh, I'm sorry. I met somebody else. Can we just be friends? So, you know, normally I would, you know, be kind of hurt, but for some reason I was like super relieved <laughs> because I noticed when we were like texting like back and forth, I was like really nice. I mean, I was super polite. You know, I wasn't myself according to my friends. I'm not really nice. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm very straightforward. And then according, you know, my friends say I have like a really good bitch face, like a resting bitch face. It's not even resting, you guys, sometimes. It's very active. So, so it's like I wasn't myself. I was always being polite. And then when he said, let's just be friends, it's like, oh, my God, I don't need to be nice to you anymore. This is great. Um, so, you know, like, we're friends. 
And then one time, I think I messaged him, it was a Saturday, and I asked him what he was doing, and he was like, oh, I'm taking like a, a Skype class at the office. And um, I told him, you know, you can Skype at home, it's a Saturday. And he said, um, I don't have like Wi-Fi at home. Um, and so I use like the office Wi-Fi. I only live five minutes from the office and I get free coffee at the office. And I judged him. I'm sorry, I judged him. Like, how do you not have Wi-Fi at home in, these day and, in this day and age? Like, really, how you email, you book your, you know, vacation tickets, you, like, talk to your family, you Google stuff, and how do you live without Netflix? Really, how, how? I, I, I don't know. And then, you know, I judged him. And, you know, since I don't need to be nice to him anymore, I laid it on, like, really thick. Like, you know, you're the weird guy at the office. People talk about you. You're the guy that's there during the weekends using the Wi-Fi for personal use and then, like, you know, just consuming the coffee, like, during the weekends. You know, I think people talk about you. I think I've had colleagues that are like you. So I laid it on, like, you know, very honestly, and I think that, I guess, pretty much ended our friendship because he stopped talking to me, or I would like to think he got fired and he doesn't have access to Wi-Fi anymore. Uh, uh, that is like my fantasy of what happened. So, you know, like, I guess we think like both of us dodged a bullet. Like, you know, I dodged like a super, like maybe frugal person that doesn't have like personal Wi-Fi and he dodged a person who's like Wi-Fi is everything and is really bossy about it, you know, but... You know, so, you know, we kind of just, I guess, like, you know, missed each other in that way, and it's a good thing. So, you know, I kind of figured out after a while that, you know, it's, online dating is really not for me. So I prefer meeting people, like, in person, but, you know, at least I still have all my fingers. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this story brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. We would also like to thank our unsung hero of this story, Jen, who curated and directed our January 2018 show. We appreciate all your work. The music for this podcast was created and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. If you want to know more about learning to tell great stories, remember to visit us on hongkongstories.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, tell your friends. We publish new stories every Wednesday. May your week be as delicious as apple pie, and may the days be as easy as one plus one equals two. Everyone has a story to tell. <laughs>